Uh, let's go to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan insider standing by after his private jet took him to and from uh, the Michigan game in Minneapolis. How you doing, Chris? Doing great, Bill. Thanks, brother. Hey, you know what? I did see CBSSports.com move Michigan in front of Georgia in their uh, 133 uh, poll that they rank all the D1 schools every week, and they move Michigan in front. And I'm going to tell you why. If you look at man, I know Georgia hammered uh, Kentucky, who I thought was overranked at home, but what Michigan has done on the road, and please, I don't need people to tell me, hey, it's Nebraska, it's Minnesota, how they've looked on the road in two of the tougher places to play and the domination tells me uh, they're in that group to win it all. Yeah, I'm there with you, Bill. I'll be honest with you. And uh, when P.J. Fleck, uh, here's a guy that, uh, you know, he's complimentary, but he's not over-complimentary. When he says this is the the best team that he has faced and seen in his 11 years as a head coach, then I think you, you listen. And you look and, and look for the weaknesses on this team, and there really aren't any. And it's funny, they're not running the ball like they have the last couple of years. And what Jim Harbaugh said about that, he said, you know, we shouldn't be expected to do that every year. That's kind of an anomaly when you can – when you're ripping off 50, 60 yard touchdown runs all the time, he said that's that's unbelievable, and it's not going to you're not going to sustain that. And teams are going to play to take that away, and it's how you adjust. And what we're seeing now is more play action with JJ McCarthy. We're seeing more passes on first and second down when teams do sell out to stop the run. You're seeing elite tight end play from Colston Loveland. You're seeing the receivers step up. Roman Wilson is a legit number one guy now. He's not the biggest guy, but you can see with his speed what he's capable of doing. And then that defense is just absolutely smothering with Mason Graham back in there with one hand, literally one of the best Michigan defensive tackles I have ever seen. And he's only halfway through his sophomore year. I don't think that's hyperbole. And I think a lot of people who have played football at Michigan, and I know would agree with me, this kid's a monster. So they play so well together though, Bill. And that's the thing. A lot of teams have athletes and a lot of athletes, but the way that they are smothering teams with their defense and playing such good team defense and offense, uh, there is really a lot to like about this Michigan team going forward and potentially competing for a national championship. Yeah, what I've said all along uh, this year, watching them, and again, not judging the first, basically, college preseason games, the first three games, that their speed to the ball, and I'm talking passes, uh, guys turning the corner, speed to the ball is the, is the best I've seen. It, it really is. It's the best I've seen. Yep. Yeah, and they're relentless, and they've got guys, you know, you take out a guy like Rod Moore, who's basically a shell of himself this year because he's been trying to play through injury, and you throw a sophomore in there and Keon Sab, who makes an incredible catch on an interception. When you have safeties that can catch the ball like that for a pick six, uh, you know you're doing something right and, and recruiting the right guys, and he's been in great position. you got a, a quarterback back there in, in Mike Sainer still directing traffic. It's just a perfect mix where, uh, you know, if a guy is slow to the ball or isn't reacting, like they, they think he should be, they call him out and say, that's not what we're doing here at Michigan. But you're not seeing that. You're seeing all guys hustling to the ball. You know, three or four or five years ago, you had guys that, you know, you could see taking plays off. And uh, even in the big games, and you're thinking, you know, that's just not Michigan football. And that's probably why they're not getting over the hump. But there are so many guys here. Jalen Harrell, Braden McGregor, I don't think showed up on the stat sheet except for knocking a few passes down. Well, he knocked down three that might have been completed passes. Uh, Mike Elston's done such a great job with 
with that defensive line and getting those guys to throw their hands up that everybody's con- contributing in some way. So now the offensive line's starting to get it together with Ladarius Henderson at left tackle. Had a much better game in pass protection. And uh, yeah, I'll say this, Minnesota's offensive line, they opened some holes early, but Michigan adjusted and, and made some great adjustments at halftime. I don't think a team still has scored in the third quarter on them. So you add that all up, Bill, and you've got a team that's going to be really formidable. And you're looking at the schedule, and you're saying, okay, yeah, you know, you could lose any game. They're not going to lose Indiana. I'm hearing that, you know, it could be a pro-Michigan house at Spartan Stadium for that night game a week from Saturday in East Lansing. My Lord. Yeah, there are a lot of tickets available, and I know on our message boards and around the Internet, Michigan fans are banding together to, to buy up as many as they can, and I think if Michigan State loses at Rutgers, uh, maybe the floodgates open there. And we saw a huge contingent a few years ago in that 3-9 and nine Michigan State season where you couldn't tell when somebody scored a touchdown if you were outside the stadium, whether it was Michigan or Michigan State. So I think that's the goal for a lot of these Michigan fans to take that over. But the way they're playing on the road, that's the thing. Uh, these guys really take it personally when they go on the road, and you can tell how much they, they really soak it in and they want to take over stadiums, and, and they've done that. It's just been... It's been fascinating to watch. They've almost played better on the road than they have at home. So, um, And, yeah, the schedule has been a disappointment. They're clearly making up for that next year, as we talked about last week when we broke the news uh, about who they were playing. So uh, we're not going to complain too much about that. But it's almost boring, you know, and this team really in the, in the early – and the early going bill was kind of going through the motions and they looked almost bored. Nebraska got their attention, I think, when a lot of people were talking about Nebraska's top run defense and how they would fare against it and really kind of got them motivated and juiced up. I think you're going to see their best from here on out. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. Uh, flashback to we gave you credit and talked to Clayton, I think, from your crew, you were busy or something. On the day that the story broke about Harbaugh's new deal sooner than later, and I, I just love Harbaugh. The tradition he's done to throw the postgame interview off to players. Uh, he's posing, doing selfies with the team. Uh, the dude just does it differently. Uh, I'm hoping that the you know, award manual, major boosters, President Ono, someone steps up before they lose him to the Chargers. Yeah, and what we reported on Friday was, I think, what John Bacon tweeted today, that they they expect to get a deal done in a month to make him the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten. And I know some in the administration uh, really brought that up and uh, to President Santa Ono and said, look, man, there's no reason to wait here. Uh, this is our guy. Let's make him feel wanted and, and loved. I know that Ward Manuel, the athletic director, is on board with it now, too. And, and you know, he generally doesn't do contracts during the year, I think, is how it's been posed. But it's you know what, there's just no reason to wait. And I, I think, I, I strongly believe, I know that Jim loves coaching at Michigan. I love, know that he loves being next to his parents. Uh, I would say this, you know what, if you, if he were to say, if he were to win a national championship here and then he were to say, okay, I want to go and try to win a Super Bowl now, no Michigan fan should be upset with him. This guy has gotten this program to the point where I'd say maybe a half step behind Georgia here, you got to really win it all to legitimize yourself in that category. But, 
uh, then you should just wish him luck. But I think he wants to be here. And if you can get 10 more years out of Jim Harbaugh, the way this thing is humming right now, this is a well-oiled machine. This is as good as it's been probably since the 70s in terms of dominating teams you're supposed to dominate. What are they, like 23-1 and in their last 24 Big Ten games? So you need to do everything in your power. And I wrote a column on this and went on a podcast and talked with my, my partner Doug Skeen about this to get this guy to a deal and, and make him feel appreciated. Sounds like the wheels are in motion there now, Bill, and that's going to get done. It's a no-brainer, man, really. And Harbaugh yep. seems comfortable, relaxed. I'm looking at the assistants, you know, watching that game. I just marvel that what changed this was the right assistants in the right spot and the culture can be overlooked. And I think you brought it up last week that in Nebraska, how these guys love each other. Karsh also on the show, the voice of Michigan football, being around them, that they enjoy uh, the road trips and together and Man, you know, for as much as people say culture doesn't matter, it sure has the last three years with this rise to greatness with hardball and Michigan football. Yeah, four or five years ago, you had guys that were talking about sitting out seasons. In 2020, you had a bunch of guys sitting out the season, you know, saying, well, I'm going to protect myself, and uh, you don't win with guys like that. There was a guy, there was a five-star player on a bus who said, who you know, was talking to his mom, and his mom's like, remember, your first goal is to not get hurt out there. And I'm thinking, man, you don't win with guys like that. I don't care how highly rated you were or or how elite you were in, in high school and what you bring to the table. Your first objective is to go out and win from Michigan and play your ass off, and and uh, and so now you've got a group of guys like that that are all pushing each other. And I credit guys like Ronnie Bell. I credit guys like Mike Hart coming in, and, uh, and when he made some hires, Ron Bellamy, guys that have played at Michigan. But then Ronnie Bell was one of those guys that said, "Hey, man, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here. If you're even thinking about it, then you need to go." And and we saw some guys transfer out, and and that class and that group in 2021 really helped change the culture. And Cade McNamara was among them. I know people don't want to hear it but the guy uh, for everything he's done since he left Michigan you know what uh, was really a big part of helping turn this thing around too but it was those guys who really got it done and now you're seeing that culture there and I think Jim Harbaugh has gotten back to being a college coach again and uh, you know he was a pro coach for a while and I think he ran things the NFL way when he got here and you could kind of tell it by some of the assistants he brought with him from the NFL but now he's kind of back into that college mode that made him the elite coach that he was at Stanford and uh, that version of Jim Harbaugh is really, really hard to beat. Chris, always appreciate the updates on Michigan football. We'll talk later in the week and get your prediction on the Hoosiers that not just a basketball school at the big house. Yeah, they are. And uh, we'll probably see that. But thanks, Bill. Love Way you, to rip the Hoosiers. Yeah, the movie just killed everybody's like uh, higher than life <laughs> look at that movie. I love the movie as long as they stick to hoops, Bill. This is not a football school. Never will be, probably. But uh, oh you know gosh. what? Tom Allen had him playing at a high level there for a while, but uh, it's over. Superfly was right. Ballas has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling it like it is, man. You know me. I know you, buddy. That's why I love you. Yeah. We'll talk to you, Chris. Thanks, man. Take yeah. care.